to Views from the Back of the Class. I'm Josh. And I am Jackson Bailey, but my friends call me JB. We're here to talk nerd stuff, nerd culture, and just whatever's on Josh and I's mind. Nerd is such a harsh word. It is, but I don't know where <laughs> to, where else to go with that. It, that seems to be the, the description. No, I, get I don't it. mean nerd like nah. Urkel, but more like Urkel, you know? Yeah, I don't mean nerd in a disrespectful way. <laughs> but it's cool if I say it, but anybody else call me a nerd. <laughs> right. So to get started today, we just wanted to, you know, um, you guys have been with us for a couple episodes now. Just, you know, let you guys in on a little bit more about who we are, why we're doing this and and things like that. So um, we had a couple questions that were prepared that uh, uh, we may or may not have forced out of family members. Um <laughs> The first question is kind of like, why are you, either why are we doing a podcast or what podcast do we listen to? You know, what are what are our favorites right now? You want to take it first, JB? I got it. Well, I'll start, I'll start with the first part, um, why we do a podcast. And I think we may have mentioned this before. So Josh and I have had these conversations all the time anyway, you know, and it, it sometimes will extend out to other people and um, just like. Josh and I are having the conversations. I know you are too, you know, with, with friends, family, people you don't like, people you do like, um, <laughs> you hear it all the time in the comic book store or coming out of the movie theaters. Sometimes it's friendly, sometimes it's arguing, but it's always entertaining. So we just decided, you know, it might be a good idea to just put that out there and see if we can, you know, make some connections uh, with our classmates and see how you guys feel and whether we agree, disagree. Like I said, it's always going to be entertaining. Entertaining and respectful, more or less. I mean, maybe. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. As, as we get more comfortable in doing this, you're going to see the real J, uh, Josh and JB come out. That's the truth. So, and I, I, I'll give a, another shout out here, too. I know I mentioned him last week, but I'll, I'll, I'll shout him out again. Um, kind of the catalyst that pushed me forward a little bit more was listening to uh, the late, great John Snap and a lot of the takes that he had. The energy that he had it was it was pretty dope uh to listen to and i was like you know what i don't have the uh, encyclopedia of knowledge of film that that man had but it was inspiring to hear so it kind of you know pushed me a little harder to uh, josh and i to get this get this thing together josh really was the the driver i just kind of kind of hopped along later on I didn't I don't think I was the driver, but um, because personally for me, this is it's a little bit out of my element. Um, I'm more of a, uh, you know, behind the scenes kind of guy. Um, So to be here speaking into a microphone and sharing my thoughts is I mean, I don't mind doing it, um, but putting it out on the Internet and everything. um, It's not really my my first thing to do, but um, yeah, the podcast, you know, everyone has them. So I'm like, why not join in? No, uh, just kind of to share with you guys and. Um, seem like something that everyone who's doing it, um, whether, you know, you have the smaller independent people or, you know, the larger ones, um, they all enjoy doing it. Um, and, and there's a community there of people who are like-minded and, uh, you know, they have different views, but they can, you know, have that dialogue about certain things. Cause I know sometimes, you know, when you're leaving a movie, if you're going to a midnight show and you kind of want to talk about what it is and there's, you know, no one to talk to because, you know, your, your significant other is, wants to go to bed or something like that. And, you know, it's it's nice to have um, these views, I guess. Uh, some of my favorite podcasts, believe it or not, I am a true crime um, uh, 
I am. You, you know this because you keep you like, you tell me sometimes you're like, hey, stop listening to those. And that's why I'm laughing because um, I yeah. know. <laughs> I yeah. know that's accurate. It's so accurate. Um, you know the weird thing about that is like those um true crime shows on TV, like on Discovery and all that stuff. I don't I don't like those. Like I don't I never watch them, but I do listen to a couple podcasts. So. I mean, they're already pretty big. You may have heard of them, but like one of my favorites is uh, True Crime Garage, uh, California Dreaming, Moms and Murder. They're pretty funny. Yeah, so that's kind of what I do. And then I like, you know, Michael Rappaport, Sip and Shine, um, Hear Me This Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all really good ones. So uh, that's kind of what's on my, my playlist, what I go through, you know, during the work week or when I have downtime or working to something at home. Right. But, um, so so I, what about? I'm uh, outside of uh, outside of this. I'm all about like comedy sports music those are the things that i like to kind of relax so a lot of the podcasts that i listen to the most kind of reflect that i do do some things that are a little informative but it's mostly junk food for the brain (laughs) (laughs) uh but a couple of them that i will shout out and they're all big i don't think i have anything on my list that's that's too obscure but one of my favorites is uh bomani jones the evening jones uh, another one I like is Code Switch from NPR. Uh, another NPR podcast, Hidden Brain. Just kind of fascinating. You should check out uh, Revisionist History by um, Malcolm Gladwell. That's really good, too. I feel like I have before. Yeah, his, his And for some good. reason, sometimes I wasn't episodes, subscribing. Yes, yeah, so his his episodes can be hit or miss, or sometimes it takes him a while to uh, to get to the to the point. Yeah. Um, but overall, sometimes I can find myself binging his, uh, his stuff. I can see that. Um, and I got two more I want to plug in it because I got a lot of them, but cool. I'll just <laughs> I'll leave off with those last two. Go ahead, I'll, I'll um, edit in some uh, Emmy music. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare! Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> Collider Heroes. Um, I guess they are a lot online with what Josh and I do, uh, but they have a lot of insider knowledge that he and I don't have, so it's it's pretty informative. And then last but not least, um, vibes and stuff. It's a, a group of guys discussing really uh, hip hop culture and hip hop music and just the connection to it. Yeah, that one's really good too. I enjoy that one. Um, I don't think I mentioned is, uh, of course, I love Serial and all those guys too, the, the huge ones. Yeah. Um, jump down a couple other questions, you know, and we don't have to take them all, but some of the ones we got asked. Um, and what TV shows or movies or games, books, et cetera, are we into right now? Or do we have a go to? I don't. If you want to take a stab at that one, because I, yeah, I, 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 really... I spent a little time thinking about that, and I, I find myself just kind of going back to old faithfuls. To be honest with you, like obviously all of the, you know, the Marvel Netflix shows are kind of my deal, but I, I really like stuff like Sherlock and Luther. Like I dig cop procedurals, yeah. whether they are you know stateside or otherwise, it just interests me. So that's probably what I'm watching, and then a lot of. um a lot of sitcoms like i said i'm a comedy dude so i watch a lot of fraser <laughs> yeah and um of course martin not probably not as much because it ain't on netflix if it ain't on that we're gonna have to edit that out i ain't paying them people nothing just go ahead <laughs> just go ahead and beep out anytime i say a brand i'm working on it see if we can get sponsored right. by liquor <laughs> brown liquor <laughs> brown liquor prefer liquor yeah i got you um, um yeah, as far as shows, that that's kind of it. I'm, I'm, I don't think there's a lot of new TV that I'm watching that's outside of things that we're watching for the show because it's so right. much of it. For me, 
I've discussed this before. You know, you guys, I'm, I'm a binger, so I like. I typically don't watch a network TV show pl- just because I don't have the the attention span anymore to watch something for you know 22 episodes. Um, not that I don't want to. It's just I, I I I just can't do it. So a lot of my stuff is either Netflix or cable. Um, but right now, you know, Orange is the New Black came back, so I'm I'm, I'm watching that. I saw um, that. Yeah, you know, I started watching. I think I'm. I'm like four episodes in now, maybe five. Um, Didn't it just come out? Yeah. <laughs> You're a binger, though. I forget. Yeah, I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> that's it. Um, usually my go-to, though, is, you know, if the TV's on and I don't know what I want to watch or it's just on for noise, it's usually on, like, HGTV or the Food Network, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I watch a ton of Food Network. That's probably DIY. That's probably the <laughs> biggest thing that I... <laughs> you know, it's that's like, on in my house. Yeah, like Chopped and... Uh, yep you know iron chef and stuff or house hunters yeah so that's that's the go-to i mean outside of the, the netflix shows i like uh sneaky pete um i can go through and have a list and put them up on instagram or something like that if you guys want more information or you want suggestions you know we'll we'll probably start doing some things that we really enjoy later but uh no you know right yeah right now unfortunately i just i don't have the time to really watch tv like that and you know what? I'll take you guys' suggestions. I know I just said that I don't watch a lot of shows, which maybe because of the season, I can't think of them all the, <laughs> at the yeah. moment. But yeah, if there's something you guys think we should be watching, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you if you're wrong or not. But I'll at least give it, you know, one or two <laughs> episodes. There's a there's a anime I started watching on Netflix. Uh, I can't think what it's called though, but it's really good. My Hero um, Academia. No, no, it's kind of a comedy. It's about okay. this uh, girl, and she's unhappy with her job, and she she's into, like, super heavy metal. It's, it's really funny. Um, mm. So, anyway, do we have any guilty pleasures? I, I really, like, any something you're, you know, embarrassed to admit that you enjoy. Um, I think you do. I don't enjoy that show. I think it's horrible, but I can't <laughs> not watch it. Josh is trying to mess with me about Black Lightning. I'll say it. <laughs> Yeah, I've been be- watching <laughs> Black Lightning. It is so terrible, though. So terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, you couldn't. The only thing that's redeeming about the show, spoiler alert, is dead after like five episodes. <laughs> but I was already in. Like, I knew it was bad from the first 10 seconds, but for some reason I watched the whole episode. So I'm like, all right, I got to see this this tragedy all the way through. It's not a good show, though, at all. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad you uh, you took the bullet on that one. So I will not be uh, <laughs> I will not be watching that. I wouldn't recommend it unless I mean I can give you specific things to watch that are unintentionally funny. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's what they're going for. I think they're trying to make like. Oh no, I think they I think they believe this is a serious show. Which yeah, is that's what I'm saying. Why it's so bad? Now those I saw a commercial for it and he was like walking and talking. I was like. Nah, that that's not gonna be good. Yeah, just the way um, he talks, like he, it, it's like a, a an extended SNL skit. I swear. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's his costume to me like looked like something out of Meteor Man, which you know we love that movie, but um, it's it's you know it's I would almost say like Meteor Man was bad because it was kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Meteor Man is vastly superior to Black Lightning. <laughs> like seriously <laughs> maybe because the budget was better i don't know maybe um 
So yeah, so that's your your guilty pleasure, huh? I don't enjoy it, and I don't feel guilty about it. I'm I'm stuck. <laughs> well, you know that's that's what uh, drug addicts say too. You know, they're like, "Yeah, hey, I'm not I'm not happy to be doing this, but this not, is my life. I'm and... not addicted. I can stop watching anytime I want." Okay, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow. Um, and what about it? I, and I, I can't think of any uh, guilty pleasures of myself for myself. I, I even asked Donna. I was like, "Is there anything that I, I watch that's like?" trashy or you know that that i should be embarrassed to that other people to tell other people that i watch and i I can't think of anything i'll try to if i can i'll i'll put it out there but i'm gonna wrap i'm gonna start thinking about it too (laughs) because i'll let you all know i'm sure there's something i (laughs) he was just so quick to try to get me on black lightning and he forgot his own stuff we'll see i don't know that there's a challenge all right wrapping it up what about pet peeves anything stand out to you right now uh, I don't like dumb people. <laughs> Hear me out, though. It's a, that's not a pet peeve. That's a. It is though, and this is why I say that. Like we, none of us know everything. So, I mean, there's a lack of knowledge of something in all of us. Mm-hmm. But the be willing to accept that, be willing to learn about something that you don't know. Um. Don't just be ignorant and stay ignorant and don't speak with such authority and be dead freaking wrong. That gets under my skin. Dumb people. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, I get you. If you're if you're willfully being stupid and, you know, trying to be. Yeah. And just unwilling to unwilling to to bend to reality or unwilling to learn about this thing that you don't know about. I mean, in comparison to that, mine, uh, mine is going to sound ridiculously stupid <laughs> my pet peeve when i when i saw this i immediately thought and uh it's so dumb now so i hate those uh those dress shoes with like the rubber heels <laughs> that's random <laughs> it is but I, but i can't stand them like i'll see people um you know walking to work and stuff and you know they're wearing a full suit and they're you know, i guess i don't hate them i hate them when people are wearing them with the suit um you know, so it's like, uh, you know, I work downtown, I'll, work, I'll walk through like the financial district or whatever. And you have these investors and stuff like that. And they're wearing these, you know, $2,000 suits. And then they're wearing a pair of uh, rubber heeled shoes. And it's just like, uh, come on, you're, you're destroying the look. So, yeah, it's not as bad as dumb people, I guess. But that's that's one thing that just burns my biscuit. I feel like there's probably some overlap between those two groups of people. I'd be willing <laughs> Maybe. to guess. <laughs> Maybe some. Yeah. But some of them are uh, you know, I, I, and I understand too. Like some of the times, it's comfortable if you're on your feet a lot and stuff like that. I get it. But, yeah, um, it's a time and place for everything. So, too true. All right, guys, that's a little bit about us. Um, you know, we gonna jump into the episode now. But to, before we get into our main topic, we're gonna talk about um, kind of what's happening in the news. We didn't have time to talk about it last episode, uh, but you know, it's kind of remained in the news because of what happened but james gunn last week he was fired from uh by disney or by marvel whoever you want to say is responsible um, oh it was disney it was definitely higher than marvel oh i know it was disney yeah i know it was disney i was just saying because you know some people would suspect that marvel operates as an independent company right from disney it, like a subsidiary but no 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 Mouse we know it was play. disney no 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 um he was fired last week because of um, some things he had tweeted, you know, a few years ago. And 
yeah, they were kind of bad. They were kind of make you uncomfortable reading them. And I'm not going to repeat some of them or any of them, actually. He was fired for that. And then this today, I think that the the cast of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, they put a letter out, out supporting him. Um, and then on top of that, there's also a petition circulating online about when I last checked, I think they said it was about 350,000 fans have s- signed it to rehire him for the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3. So, yeah. I mean, this is a this was an interesting um this was an interesting uh turn of events, I guess you'd call it. Um but not completely surprising um cuz the way it all shook out, I mean, it was clearly an attack, you know, it was designed to get this kind of reaction. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, internet troll um I mean, the tweets were out there and Gunn had admitted and apologized about it. You know, several years before uh, Disney, I'm quite sure knew about them. But at the end of the day, I get why they did it. Like business decision, they had no choice. You know, Disney's branded as as a family company. The target yeah, audience is is kind of part of what the jokes were, which were, I mean, they were irredeemable. Like you just. Yeah, it's, it's hard. You can't. you can't justify what he said. No. Um, even in the context of the tweets, if you look at them, sometimes it's they're still out there. All right. But uh, when you look behind the cart, the curtain of Disney, you know, like you look, you think Disney, you think, oh, this is this, um, you know, this wholesome, you know, family entertainment company and all this other stuff. But they're they're a conglomerate of entertain in the entertainment industry. Absolutely. And if you look at some of the movies that were released, um, you know, I guess. Was it three degrees separated from Disney, but it's still a company owned by Disney? You know, they've released some, um, some what you would consider risque, um, to be associated with Disney. So, oh, yeah, they, I, I think, you know, this one, I, and I, like I said, I don't know all the facts. All I know is what people dug up and screenshotted and put together so you can kind of read it in context, but, um, I mean, some of this stuff happened, you know, a few years ago, and I'm not justifying what he said or his jokes or if you can call them jokes or anything like that. But some of this stuff is, is kind of old. And, you know, my opinion is, do this stuff is old. He's not making these statements today. Um, to my knowledge, I don't believe he made any of those statements while he was actually filming any of the Marvel movies or anything like that. So it's like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he said he said some stupid crap. You know, a couple of years ago, but you know, and so far his public persona and apparently his private persona, because he's gotten a lot of support from the actors who've worked with him, um, don't really add up to the stuff he was saying. So, no. it, I mean, people people can grow, and I yeah. think you know, there's clearly growth that happened with with James Gunn, and you see it, you know, happening outside of the arena of entertainment is happening all over the place where people are having their old, you know, tweets being dragged up and used to kind of persecute them later. Right. Here's where I take a little bit of an issue with um, people who are so quick to support gun though. Most of the time when we've seen this has, has been athletes at least recently. And most mm-hmm. of them have yeah, been young athletes. Game. Right. So we're, you know, we're grabbing things, or not we, but, you know, they're, they're pulling out tweets from things people said when they were 15, 16, 18 years old, which who among us haven't said something dumb at that point? Oh, yeah, no, I know. So that's one thing, right? 
you know, a 15 year old is quite different from a 25 year old. Uh, James Gunn was pretty darn grown when he said that. So this is not, you know, youthful indiscretion. I know. And I'm not saying it was. Uh, no, I don't even mean you just just in general, like, you know, people. Oh, you know, uh, oh, it was, you know, it was a long time ago. He's a different person. He probably he probably is like I fully admit that he's a, a different person and he a, appears to be. But this was just dumb. This was a dumb thing to say. It was a dumb right. thing to, to put out in the, in the world like that. And yes, you apologized, but apologies don't get you freedom from consequences. I don't I feel like it was a um, a, a quick, short sighted reaction from Disney. But I also understand that they had to make a quick decision, not necessarily considering the long term effects, because uh, one, they had that Fox thing still going on, Mm -hmm. which was was pretty risky. You don't want anything upsetting that. And the other thing that, you know, isn't really being talked about, they had they just had the issue with um, what's his name? John Lattister from from uh, Pixar. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like they couldn't take another hit like that. So they had to cut bait quickly and just kind of be done with it. But um, you know what? I, I agree with you to an extent. Um, Disney, if any company is big enough to take a hit like that, it's Disney. Sure. Um, because I'm sorry whether he directs it or not. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to go out and it's going to smash box office records and it's going to make a crap ton of money. Yes, um, it is. The Marvel movies that are coming out are going to make a crap ton of money. The Disney movies that are coming out, Wreck-It Ralph 2... It's going to make a crap ton of money. Yep. People, some people will protest and some people will, uh, and I, and I guess I'm not, I'm not harping on, on Disney for making a reaction. Cause sometimes, you know, we see a lot of inaction right. when people should actually make a stand. Um, but I, it's hard for me to say, um, if I, f- if I feel like his firing was a hundred percent justified. Yeah. He was stupid. But sure. if you look at it in the same news cycle, um, Dan Harmon, who was the creator of um, Community, yep, the creator of Rick and Morty, you know, somebody found an old video of his um, from a pilot that he worked on that was uh, pretty. It was pretty terrible and pretty lewd. And mm-hmm. he made a statement. He was like, he said, uh, paraphrasing, you know, nobody was ever supposed to see it. After we filmed it, I realized how horrible it was, and uh, I took it down. You know, and then. Adult Swim, you know, they came back and they supported him. They're like, hey, you know, these aren't the views that that we uh, we share, right, or anything like that. But they didn't they didn't like back away from him. They didn't cancel Rick and Morty. They didn't, you know, no. And they didn't they didn't fire Dan Harmon, which you know was right. certainly their prerogative to do so. Right. I think, and, and I think though they are they have a little more leeway just with branding because yeah, the demographics are different. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're branded as being a little bit edgy anyway, right? And Disney is not. No matter what is actually going on, like behind the scenes, it's, you know, it could be a, a terrible place. Like Disney's got all types of darkness Skeletons. in its past. Absolutely. Right. I mean, some rumor, some true, but you know, it's there. But as far as the the facade or the the presentation of the brand, it's family. You know, family owned happiest place on earth kind of a thing and they don't want anything to tarnish that yeah which makes me think of us having this segment discussing it this episode's probably not going to get published (laughs) right right it's gonna it's gonna keep failing and then uh 
Mickey's gonna be like, ha ha, you know, and no, that just disappear. Gave, that just gave me chills. That scared the crap out of me. Did it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm afraid of Mickey Mouse. That. Apparently, apparently, he's gonna come beat you down with those uh, white gloved hands of his. And uh, oh, Rick James. <laughs> I can't remember Mickey. Yeah, Mickey doesn't wear a shirt, but he does wear pants. So he's gonna come at you. He's probably gonna have like. I'm gonna go too far with this joke. We're just talking about people going too far. Never mind. Indeed. Um, yeah. So no, you know, let's, let's kind of segue into um, our main topic for tonight. Okay. Um, I mean, unless you have some more things to say about the the James gun firing. Uh, nothing that probably hasn't already been said. Yeah. I just I think it it is a slippery slope for sure, but they did what they had to do. Yeah, and I, yeah. I don't. You know, it's nice to. Uh, last thing I'll say about it is is to see people come out and support him readily, because normally when people do stuff, that's the for, you know people turn their backs on him right away, right, and uh, throw them to the wolves. So, I think that does um, speak to to where he is currently, though the fact that people were willing to stand up. Yeah. Oh, uh, I will say this. My bad. I, I know I said that was the last thing, but I just thought about it because I said this to you earlier. So I'm gonna say it to the classmates too. All right, I'm gonna edit uh, it all out. So go ahead. That's <laughs> all right. I'm just gonna put it up on Instagram. I'm make kidding. a video of it. You must not listen to the episodes because I obviously don't edit a lot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the um, so the the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, they posted that letter and they signed it, which was pretty dope. Their you know solidarity with with uh, James Gunn, but I also noticed that wasn't none of them giving them them checks back. The, nope. Those Mickey Mouse endorsed checks, <laughs> they kept them. <laughs> nobody walked away from the film. Nobody, like, no, we want James to have his job back. Right. Uh, but we still get to keep ours, right? <laughs> Man, listen, just like you said, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be fine. They have, yeah. they have plenty of talent in-house. Um, if they needed to, you know, move around, they could. Like Taika Waititi, for instance. You slide him right into that spot. Yeah, you could. That'd be really nice. And I'm I'm sure there are other directors that they've already spoken to that, you know, people we don't necessarily know about. But, I mean, it has 70 people, 70 directors come in uh, to pitch Black Widow. 70. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they got, you know, contacts with, within that group. Somebody could somebody can do this. Like James Gunn wasn't James Gunn prior to this. Kevin Feige True. and the people at Marvel took a chance on him. They saw his vision. They liked what he was doing, yeah. you know, and they allowed him that space to kind of create this world that we all appreciate. Yeah, but I mean, the thing too with that is some of these characters are so from the bottom. I won't say bottom of the barrel because it's not like they're not good characters, but the public. If you ask the public, nobody knew. Who, yeah, nobody knows who Guardians of the Galaxy. No, they were. No, this so, is like a like a fifty year old franchise. Right, so either he's going to succeed or he's not going to succeed. And if he doesn't succeed, it's just kind of because people didn't know who these characters were. It's like, hey, Flash Gordon, who the heck is that? Right. Crappy movie from 1983 that was filmed at the same time as The Empire Strikes Back, but looks like it's so much older. (laughs) Um, Right. (laughs) They had the technology, but they still made a bad movie. Oh, it happens. It happened in 2017. (laughs) Um, yeah, so anyways, um, going into our main topic for tonight, you know, is this, uh, 
kind of, I don't want to say the dark side of um, fandom. I'll say but... it. It's the dark <laughs> side of fandom. Yeah, the dark. It it has such a bad perception um, in the news. You know, you see articles or uh, the uh, news reports about Comic-Con, which just ended, you know, a week or two ago. And they always have stories like this. Um, you know, yep. fans are upset or fans did this. Or with The Last Jedi, you know, the fans didn't just hate the movie. They hated Ryan Johnson and they, you know, disparaged him and talked about him and stuff like that. Um, that's where, These are the things we're going to kind of talk about tonight. We're going to have a few examples. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of them. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be the meat of our discussion tonight. So Right. I mean, it ties right into, you know, the, the situation with James Gunn because it, it, it works out in a similar way, but it's like the mirror image of it. Instead of, you know, his, his own words being kind of used to troll him and get him ousted from his position, it is... Uh, that same spirit, though, that leads people to to do and say some of the things that they say online, and it's it's it gets yeah. ridiculous in a lot of cases. And Twitter fingers, Twitter fingers, right? Yeah, people. All these keyboard cowboys, right? I can't think of the other term for them. Internet thugs? I can't remember. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but. You know, and it, and it happens and things happen where even, you know, we talk about we've talked about our disappointments with a lot of movies and things like that. And, I, and we're not saying um, we're not like, hey, you know, don't you can't say something's bad because if it's bad, it's bad. Um, and you, you even... would be doing a disservice to say otherwise. Like if there's if the product is not good, then you should say that. But right. have a have a discussion about why said thing is bad. It can't just be like, oh, this thing is terrible because it doesn't look like what I expected it to. Or it's not the thing I grew up with, so it sucks. Right. And even, you know what, even if it is as simple as that, because you're not required to like anything, right? You can not like it for no reason at all. Just like, yeah, you know what, it ain't for me, I don't like it. That's right. cool. But let that be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Of course, I that's think, never it. No, because, I mean... It's a testament to how powerful like this, some of this stuff is because it doesn't just happen around comic books and things like that. No. It, it happens across the genres and industries and things like that. But um, how powerful or how big of an impact some of this stuff has on our lives, you know? And it's not it's good and bad. You know, you look back here in childhood and you remember, you know, seeing I don't know The Incredibles the first time, and you look back at it now and you have that warm you know, feeling about it. And it was a positive um, memory in your life. All I and that's think cool. About like, that's what it was supposed to do. Is I am so old. Because I was certainly not a child when The Incredibles came out. Nah, I was. I was thinking I was like, <laughs> I when was, did it come out? 2002? Uh, 2003, I believe. 2003. I was, uh, like, I was a teenager or preteen? Nah, I was definitely a fully grown adult because I remember part of my job at the time was to escort actual children to go see The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah. I mean, I'm 79, but, you know. You are um, <laughs> Whatever. Um, forgot my thought now. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pick it back up. It's, um, I, I see where you were kind of going with that. You, you have the... 
enjoyment that you had at the time from something, you know, that you identify with in your childhood and you kind of want to get that same feeling back when there is an update to it or remake of it. You look forward to it initially and then sometimes you see it and it and the product doesn't come out the way you expected it to or, you know, they've made changes to it. So it doesn't really reflect what you remember. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's okay. Like everything, you know, times change and sometimes you have to change with them. Yeah. In order for things to make sense. Right. I was just listening to a a podcast um, last week. And they were talking about, um, they actually were talking about the Star Wars episode seven and the people who were going online and they hated it and stuff like that. And they were like, they're like, this is a 40 something year old man. And he's, you know, got a 35 minute YouTube explaining why the movie is terrible and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I get it. You I'm going to say I'm here I, for that. Like if it's a bad movie and you feel like it's bad, have a, have a discussion about it, a nuanced discussion and express your views. They're valid in those I, cases. Yeah, I, I get that. But this is like the extreme where the guy's like, he's using this kind of a blaster and blah, blah, blah. And, the, you know, the timeline shows that this wasn't invented until after this event happened. And they just don't know what they're doing. It's like, you know, those are honest mistakes, right? Like a movie's not going to be bad because, you know, a character describes a weapon wrong or something like that or you know these continuity mistakes where like the glass level changes or whatever Um, i don't know i kind of i kind of disagree on the premise of it like is that something like that going to ruin a movie for me no but attention to detail like that really can enhance the it can can enhance the the experience whether it's a, a film or a television show a book whatever you know those little details do make a difference i think in what you're what you're receiving no no i i agree um i'm just saying that when you're nitpicking about you're splitting hairs about those little things when there are you know other bigger issues you can complain about like hey episode seven we're gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest it was just a new hope all over again it wasn't as good but that's all it was um i think that was by design though it kind of it almost had to be that yeah, but it's che- to me it's cheating. It's cheating the fans because it's something they've already seen, right? Well, it like, depends on what fans you're talking about, though. Like you're cheating the, and this is with Star Wars in particular. I think there is a big divide in the fandom. So you have the fan of the fans of the original trilogy, and then you have fans of the prequels. Now I don't know who these <laughs> people are. <laughs> I'm like maybe the third one, but uh, oh, the third one was so bad. No, what? You were um, my brother. No, you were the chosen good. one. Yeah. I hate good. you. I hate you. That scene. Is um, so good. I mean, his acting was bad, but the um, the emotion and stuff behind it was so good, man. Like, I, I disagree with you on that one. It kind of was, but I guess the point that I'm making with that is, um, and it actually goes back to something you just said when you were using the example of the Incredibles. This is something that you will have grown up with, so mm-hmm. you know the and. Forgive me. I don't mean to to nah, screw all that. When the kids were <laughs> were, were coming up to... with the prequels. So what was this like 99 2000 ish? Yeah, like 2005, I think. Okay. I think they were like 2 years apart. So that those those people will be 
in their early 20s at this point. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not quite even mid 20s, but somewhere around there, somewhere between let's say 19 and 24. Somewhere around, you know, in that area. That right. was what they came up with. So at the time, you know, that was their first exposure to Star Wars. That's that's their movie. They loved it. Um mm-hmm. you go back and watch you know the original trilogy and it's probably kind of slow for them the right the effects weren't the same there's like ah, i'm not really digging this the same way the force awakens was something that i think could tie at least the idea the way i see it could kind of tie the fandom together you get the effects um and some of the action well action is probably not the right way to describe the prequels there's a lot of talking but um, right you get a lot of the effects and stuff from that with the great storytelling of the original. It just, it didn't work for everybody. Right. But again, that's okay. Say, Hey, force awakens sucked. Don't Mm -hmm. say, Hey, JJ Abrams. I hope your car blows up. Right. That's where I have a problem with it. You taking it entirely too too far where, you know, people are getting death threats and then just that whole mess with, you know, the last Jedi was something, something completely different because it wasn't, it goes beyond even, you know, death threats to, to the actor. I mean, to the director, uh, over the the idea that the movie is, is bad. It's the changes that they didn't like. And the, the last Jedi in particular, they didn't like, you know, the fact that a woman was so prominent and, uh, an Asian woman at that, you know, and they harassed this woman to the point that she had to get off of, I, I believe it was Twitter. Was it Twitter or Instagram or both? It may have been both. Like that, yeah. I believe it was Twitter, though. Yeah. And that seems to be the, the breeding ground for it more than any other place. Yeah, Twitter seems to be, I mean, it has this good side of it. I mean, I'm not on Twitter, but I do frequent BuzzFeed a lot, and they, they have a lot of stuff from Twitter. So yeah, it has its, you know, shining points, but then it has, like you said, the bad parts where people are... Because it wasn't even, you know, it's not just um, that actress from The Last Jedi. Um, uh, man, what's her name from Saturday Night Live? She was in uh, she was in uh, the Ghostbusters remake. Um, oh, Leslie Jones. Yes. Leslie oh, Jones. my God. Yeah. Yeah. They came at her super hard. Um, yeah. Didn't they hack her account and leak photos or something? like? Yeah, that's how your boy Milo got famous. Milo? Yeah, uh, Yiannopoulos or whatever his name is. Oh, the dude from uh, Brebert. I don't know where he's from. He's a, another one of those idiots that. Yeah. Lost his he he actually like James Gunn lost his job because of supporting unspeakable things. Yeah, but yeah, so I don't know. It's it's, it's too far. I mean, it's entertainment. It's only entertainment. That's all it is. And uh, the problem that I'm 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 seeing a lot of times though is. Um, it, it overshadows any actual criticism that you can give because, again, if something is bad, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And I defend a person's right to not enjoy something as bad. You shouldn't enjoy something as bad. And right. that's why we have the outlets to speak out the way that we do. So you should do that. Exercise that. If you think it sucks, yeah. say that. Yeah. You know what you can do, too? If you don't enjoy a movie and we're not accusing any of, the, any of, our, any of our classmates of uh being trolls or anything like that but even if you know even if you don't enjoy a movie you know you can go back to the theater and ask for a refund i mean that's the biggest way to voice your dissatisfaction in something is is hitting them in the pockets right because um 
that's when they're going to take notice. But you should just and just not enjoy it in your silence. Like, don't try to ruin this experience for somebody else. And certainly don't attack the the people that are, you know, working to create this thing. Nobody wants to make a bad movie. Nobody wants to make a bad TV show or write a bad book. They're working as hard as they can. Well, yeah, I guess there are exceptions to that. The the lady who wrote um uh the Twilight movies and those uh I I never read any of the books. Um I remember I dated dated somebody who was reading who read them and was embarrassed to read them. Um, and should have been because if you're an adult, yeah. why are you reading Twilight? Well, I was younger at the that was in the heyday of Twilight, so I was like late teenager. Um, I get what you're saying though, dude. I, I once worked with a lady who had a picture of the guy from Twilight as her uh, screensaver. She was like in her 40s. I feel like she that should was, talk to somebody about that. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, huh? like it was, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> it was super weird. I'm a little concerned about this lady. Yeah, I don't work with her anymore. I mean, she was nice, but. I'm, that sure, was so I'm sure she was. That was so weird. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we have. Good. No, no. Please go ahead. No, I was going to say that we have so many examples. Um, not to be overly negative tonight or anything like that, but we have so many examples of instances where it's like gone too far. You know, just recently at um, Comic Con, uh, Tim King, and I think you know more about this than me. He he was getting death threats because of uh, the storyline in Batman. Yeah. And he needed a bodyguard. Um, well, what I what I found to be pretty funny about that, I guess what a lot of people didn't realize like these trolls. Uh, so Tom King, you know, you think comic book writer, oh, he's a you know, he's a nerd like the rest of us, you know, probably typing away in his mom's basement. Uh, this dude was like a CIA counterterrorism <laughs> operative. <laughs> like, you don't want no smoke with Tom King. For no, real. none. None at all. But um, because of those death threats and stuff, you know, they, they assigned him a, a bodyguard at Comic Con. But that's crazy to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The idea that it has gone that far, that right. somebody thought it, you know, a credible enough threat to get this man protected. But it's stuff like that. And it, it gets to the point where. You know, you have to ask the question, is it, in fact, ruining fandom? In some ways, I would say yes. It's, yeah, I was going to say in some ways it is because, you know what, um, it, this is Comic-Con uh, C2E2 because we're, we're from the Chicagoland area, right? C2E2 for us or Wizard World um, to a lesser degree. But those areas where you're supposed to be able to, um, uh, I can't think of the term right now. Well, you, you know, you're not at home. But you're among people of the same. Uh, I mean, no. Let's just let's let's just keep it real with it. Like this stuff is popular now, but it hasn't always been. Right. Like I remember going to cons, and it wasn't it wasn't oh, nearly on the level that it that it is now. And what yeah. you had was, you know, when when comics wasn't cool, you know, when Star Wars wasn't cool, the the kids that were that were into that stuff, you know, you found a community that kind of worked for you. You know what I mean? You get into a space where all right, you know, you dig the same thing I dig, we can actually have this conversation that I maybe can't have with anybody else outside this community. Mm-hmm. You know, so you had a you had a space where you had some common interest with people. And um but even with that, because you know I'm I'm me and my shotgun mouth, 
it wasn't even <laughs> always the friendliest place, you know, in that space either. I'm just yeah. I'm just going to keep that, you know, put that out there also. And I think a lot of that is spilling over um, into what we're seeing now is some of the unwillingness to change with times, you know, and people just not wanting to accept um, other people into the into their spaces. Like I'm trying to sanitize this the best I can without offending anybody. But no, I get you. It um, just it just kind of is that. And at the end of the day, man, it's just entertainment. That's all it is. Either you're going to spend your money on it or you aren't. But don't, you know, you should not be putting, uh, you know, putting these threats out there to the point where people feel unsafe. You know, the right. creator, if the creator needs a bodyguard, then, then, you know, what does that say about the safety of everybody else that's there? And uh, mm-hmm. before we got on, Josh and I were talking about, you know, how that was concerns of both of ours, just in general, going to cons, because I probably shouldn't even put this out there in the world, but it it's it would be relatively easy for something bad to happen there right because because people are dressed up and, full and, face covered yeah and the people with the bad motives would take advantage of that you can yeah describe you know, to me what spider-man's face looks like i don't know he had a whole full mask on right or deadpool or i mean batman any of them batman the right i'm just just throwing that out there um harley quinn <laughs> Um, if I never see another Holly Quinn cosplay, it'll be too soon. Yeah, it got played out super quick. Yeah, um, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna start seeing a lot more Wonder Woman though, and potentially Captain Marvel, which is cool. Um, I think it'll take a minute for Captain Marvel, but oh yeah, I that, think that uh, I think Wonder Woman. I think you you dead on with that one. I think we'll see a lot of that, which is dope. Wonder Woman's a dope character. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Ghost. Yeah, that would be nice. And I want to see Okoye. But going back to a Comic-Con, I remember, I'm sure it's always been in there, but I remember like in the last few years of it being, not to deviate too much, but it being on full display about signs saying, you know, cosplay is not consent. Right. Like, come on, we're all supposed to be here enjoying ourselves. Like, like just behave like people, you know? That's it. And here's, I have a theory behind that. And I guess... This kind of goes along with my pet peeve of, of just dumb people in general. <laughs> there are some people in this world who have not learned the art of keeping your mouth shut. And when I say that, that that encompasses a couple of things which would be included in that group of people who have to be told, yo, don't touch people just because they're in cosplay. Right. There are there are kids who grew up and realized that if I say certain things to certain people there are going to be consequences to that consequences to that why can't i talk to that um part of those consequences might be you may get punched in the mouth you know if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person the wrong way yeah but you know what you learn from that don't say that (laughs) you you just learn not to say those things or you learn to figure out a way to express yourself in a way that's not going to get you punched in the mouth right and then you have people who never learned those lessons or who did not learn those lessons early enough that have to be read signs to because they didn't realize that, hey, if I treat this stranger like my personal property, I may get punched in the mouth or I may right. have some sort of negative consequence you know, attached to it. Yeah. And people just don't seem to understand that, although it right. appears to be a very specific group of people that that applies to. Yeah, true. Um, you know. One of those things is just like, hey, you know, we got to remember too to, to if we see some stuff happening that's 
not right, we need to remember to stand up and um and uh yeah, say something. Say something say about something. it. You, you know, know, keep yourself safe, but yeah. If you're in a position to to do so safely, then yeah, you you know, if you don't say anything, then that's just like accepting it. You are you have become part of the problem. Right. I ain't telling so. nobody to go protest nothing. I'm not saying No, 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 no. You know, make signs and all that, but uh, during, you know, it, con season is upon us and we still got a couple others, you know, across mm-hmm. the country that are going on. You you see some stuff that's, you know, somebody wilding out or, you know, you go to the theater and you see something that ain't cool. Yeah, Again, if it's if it's know. safe, say something or mm-hmm. or alert someone who can do something. Who's irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we have a, too many unfortunate, too many bad examples of uh, toxic fandom. Um, hitting mainstream or being addressed or coming yep. to the light where it's that bad. You know, we have the, we talked about The Last Jedi with uh, Kelly Tran being forced off of uh, Twitter, we believe it was. Um, there was actually an article with St- Timothy Zahn, who he's written a number of uh, Star Wars books. I remember even reading some of them when I was a kid or listening to them because mm-hmm. I was a child who listened to audiobooks. Um, <laughs> that he was uh, interviewed by uh, The Verge. And um, they even asked him, they asked him straight out, they said, how do you see fandom as having changed through all that from the EU to now? It feels like we've taken a toxic turn. And he gave this really uh, straight to the point answer. Uh, I'm going to read it. I think we have a little bit of time. And it says, I think fandom in many ways is following the trend in the world in general of less civility and more toxicity. A lot of that is the anonymity of the Internet. Wow. People generally will not come up to me and say, I hate your books. But on the internet, they can say that to me because they're essentially anonymous, even if they have their name. You're never going to face whoever you're picking on. But you're right, it's gotten very, very toxic, and it's bleeding over into real life as well. People say and do things in public they would never have done 40 years ago, because the public would. Uh, There is a certain amount of shame and disapproval from the overall society. A lot of that seems to have eroded away. So much of it is misplaced. It's just bizarre that people pick on an actor or an actress for a movie they did not like. This actor or actress didn't write or direct it. They did what they were told. It's not their fault. And then they actually mention about the um, the Last Jedi. So I mean, that's a. I mean, he hit the nail in the head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of echoing what I've been saying this whole time. Like, you can dislike something. Mm-hmm. The personal attacks. There's no place for it. Right. Dislike it, but be respectful. Right. And then, too, you know, a lot of the things that people are disliking, like another example, um, probably one of the more recent ones. We talked a little bit about it last week, but not specifically this part is uh, the Titans. It's because that trailer was so bad. It was was bad. There was not enough time to talk about it all. It was. I mean, it just was bad. And Starfire (laughs) in particular was bad. Yeah. Like, the wig was crappy. Terrible. That was probably the biggest part of it, actually. Just the wig was so bad. Yeah. But if you get a chance, classmates, go and look, you know, at the the backlash from that and the things that people are saying. Yeah. It goes beyond what Josh and I are talking about. Like, no doubt about it, this trailer was not good. And Starfire did not look good. Like, even the set photos from uh, before the trailer came out, they were bad. No, she looks night and day in real life how how they have her on the show. Which which is so infuriating. Like Yeah. The wig that they put her in. Terrible. It was whack. It was whack. Yeah, terrible. And I kinda like think what they were going for was the curly look from like early uh, art, like the Perez style for uh, Starfire. Okay. 
but it just it didn't work it just looked trashy like she looked the wig that they gave her to play that part looked like uh, a wig julia roberts would have worn pretty woman <laughs> it was yeah I, like intentionally I, um, bad in that way you know what i mean it just it just wasn't good like you know i don't i don't know if um i believe her name is anna jop uh i don't know if she you know wears her hair naturally or not but her hair like her the way she wears her hair looks infinitely better than the wig they put her in and this is her budget versus you know what a what a major studio would be doing there's something wrong there yeah see that we broke down how bad it looked. It doesn't have to be a personal attack. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Not at all. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, the hate over the solo casting. Um, like, come on, Harrison Ford is like 77 years old. Right. I mean, you can only do so much with CGI. Right. And pers- honestly, I thought uh, the casting of, uh, I want to call him Childish Gambino, but that's not his acting name. Oh, uh, uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. That was spot on. I th- I thought it was yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I think so. The guy for Solo. I mean, he doesn't look like Han Solo, but that's the thing with these characters, right? Like characters don't age, and right, they t- typically don't die, right? Right. Until J.J. Abrams kills him off because he's an idiot. Well, you know. But these characters don't. They don't die. They don't. You know. They they can be whatever you want, and that's one of the the, the coolest things about you know going to a comic con or whatever or convention. And seeing people reinterpret, you know, some of these characters in different and new ways. And you're like, wow, I've never seen Darth Vader as a woman. That's awesome. Or I've never seen, you know, um, I guess we haven't seen a female Wolverine now. But, I, you know, things like that where you're like, I never thought of it. And the way that they were able to take it and reimagine it and it comes out and it still looks good. And it's true to the original source, but it's something new. I think that's something to be celebrated, you know. You would think, um, but... I mean, just again, keeping it a hundred here. You yourself um, are part of a group that doesn't necessarily. You're you're not you're not what the characters would have been. Like it's typically been white dudes, just, and you know anything anybody that changes the gender or the ethnicity of the character because they want to cosplay as somebody that that they admire. It right. becomes it becomes an issue, and that's the whole thing that i was trying not to say but i mean that's that's just what it is and i'm not saying that you know because of anybody's race or ethnicity that they automatically will feel that way uh or that all of fandom feels that way but that is a part of where a lot of this is coming from so the thing that you just described that you know you and i think is just it should be celebrated like it's a no-brainer that it would be uh, are the things that people are fighting against vehemently and causing these personal attacks to come from from that group of the fandom and even though it's probably not the larger number they unfortunately tend to be the loudest and get the most attention that's always what happens, though, is the, the bad example always shines the light on everything. And, that, and then people think that's that's the norm. Right. Or the uh, that's the way it is. I and mean, it, it's not, you know. No, it's, it's definitely not everybody. I mean, to ignore that it exists would be foolish, but I don't want to overblow it either. Like this is, you know, this is what the majority of fandom is. I don't I don't really no. think that that's the case. No, it's it's not. But I mean, the fact that we have so many headlines back to back and overlapping and stuff it, it is kind of it can be alarming you know sure i mean it ain't new like we went through yeah. this a couple of years ago with michael b jordan and the human torch oh, i forgot about that another bad that movie, movie. Garbage, another <laughs> bad movie like we can we can discuss how bad the movie was 
but that has nothing to do with the fact that they cast Johnny Storm as a black dude. It just right. was a bad movie. Yeah, it's just a reimagining. That's all. Right. Um, that's all I got. It's starting to make me angry. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're, we've been going for uh, close to an hour anyway, or a little bit over. So we're gonna wrap it up, guys. Class is almost over. Um, you know, been on a pretty deep subject. Uh, so we're gonna kind of lighten it up a little bit. I saw, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a BuzzFeed person. You know, I, I like to read the articles. Some of them, some of them get on my nerves or annoy me but uh overall i love that site it's a way, great way to kill some time and they had other than listening to the podcasts obviously um but they had a poll about superheroes and i saw it and i didn't take it but i i looked at the results because i was like huh this is kind of interesting and jb has not looked at this poll so no. i i picked uh some of the good questions i guess and i'm uh re you know ask him about the results and stuff like that and and, and get his honest you know uh, unfiltered, uncensored opinion. Exactly. So one of the questions that they asked in this poll was, which do you prefer, Marvel or DC? What do uh, you think? Films? Was it talking about films or just overall? Or did it specify? It wasn't talking about films and overall. So I think they're talking about overall. I think DC won was then. DC won? I would think so. If you're just talking um, about overall, I would say DC probably. Oh, yeah. DC did win. Ha-ha! <laughs> um, 88%. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I can't even read my notes. Marvel beat him. Eight percent to twelve percent. Oh, jeez. Yeah. DC, so, got, they got smoke. Man, like Justice League at the box office, <laughs> which is probably uh, where that came from. And that's what I think as we go through these results. I, I, I want to save my comment for the end. Not that's that we want to comment surprising. on but that's surprising. Yeah, it, it can be. So, what about this one? Do you prefer origin stories, or do you feel like they're unnecessary? I think people prefer origin stories. The only people who think that they are unnecessary are people who know them. Yep. 88% said yes, that they prefer origin stories. I would. Yeah, that makes sense. We know we know the story of Peter Parker. So it gets annoying to have to watch them, you know, play out Uncle Ben's death so many times. But if you've Mm -hmm. never seen it or you're not familiar, you kind of need to know why the character does what he or she does. Yeah. No, they they can be appreciated, but it is too. I guess when you reboot movies um, every, you know, decade, I guess. Right. Um, it does get old when you retell the story. Which Faster is why than that. Homecoming was so dope. Um, yeah. All right. So, do you prefer? So, which superhero team do you prefer? And they gave you the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, the X Men, and Justice League. I would guess that most people say the Avengers. You did. Who was second? Who do you think? Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And third was X-Men with 11. So Avengers had 62% of the vote, Guardians 19%, X-Men 11, and Justice League 8. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it does. I, I can I can believe that. Uh, Only because of the films, though. Like, if people were reading the comics, I think they might have a different uh, difference of opinion, which is why I oh, went the way doubt. that I did with the initial thing with uh, DC. Without a doubt. If it, if it was just based on the comics, I honestly believe it'd be X Men and Justice League at the top. Yes, I would. Yeah. I would well, agree with that. I, from it, with the the um, influence of the movies, I feel like Avengers would still kind of be up there. But these, I think, these results are just basically people going off the movies. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, now it's like okay, so this is movie specific. Do you prefer the original X Men versus the new X Men? Hmm. People don't like change. I think they like the original. They do. 67% like the original. Yeah. 
There's good. I understand. There's good and bad with both. Well, I think the original, you just look at Wolverine, you're like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I'm right. right with Hugh Jackman. I mean, but some um, of the stories yeah. were good. Like X2 was dope. X2 was the best. The best. Well, X2 and uh, Days of Future Past and um, Origins, the best movies out this out the X Men movies. Right. Um, wait, wait. The Wolverine Origins. was great. Are you talking about Wolverine Origins? No, God, no. First class. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I was about to hang up. <laughs> Call yeah, no, Anthony, no, no, it's no. over. <laughs> it's done. Um, nah, I get it. Okay, so this one, I think this is pretty funny. Um, who was the best Spider-Man? Tom Holland, uh, Tobey Maguire, or Andrew Garfield? <laughs> um, I think people will say Tom Holland, even though he had one movie. Well, he was in, uh, he's oh, yeah, he was in Civil War. Three times, yeah. though, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess yeah, he was 70, in three movies. Seventy mm-hmm. percent of the uh, the of the votes went towards Tom Holland. Eighteen percent towards uh, Tobey Maguire, and twelve percent towards uh, Andrew Garfield, which surprised me because Andrew Garfield was not good in that role. Yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't a good vehicle for him. You know what I think Alrighty. it is with with uh, Toby, not Toby, um, Tom Garfield? Holland. Oh, it's because he's young. That's all. He's like actually close to high school age and he looks younger than he actually is. So he fits the idea of a teenager. Tobey Maguire was like 49 years old playing a teenager. <laughs> right. He had a bad back by that time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I do enjoy the, the Tobey Maguire ones. Um, even Spider-Man 3, I kind of like that a little. Certain parts of it. Oh, uh, God. Topher Grace was terrible. though. Um, that movie was not good. Nah, Topher Grace was terrible. Um, As a matter of fact, I could tell you exactly what what you could do with that movie for me. <laughs> Why don't you do this? Go sign up on Twitter, um, and then tell the director, and then talk about his family and how he should not procreate and all this other stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Don't do that. All right. The best Batman, of course. The 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 uh, choices were Affleck, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. George Clooney, of course. No. Anybody, oh if, if George Clooney got one vote, I'm gonna slap that person. Now that is the one time where I'm okay with you <laughs> getting all the Twitter slander because that movie was horrible. Yeah. No, please don't threaten George Clooney. Um, Christian no, Bale cool is dude. what people said. Yep, number one. Guess who was number two? Michael Keaton. Nope, Ben Affleck. Really? Yep. Surprising. So Bale Bale had fifty six percent. Affleck twenty three. Keaton ten percent. That is guess surprising. who had guess who had nine percent of the vote? Don't tell me it was Clooney. It was Clooney. People are such idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like Val Kilmer wasn't good either, but that was more because of the director. The director, yeah. And Shoot. even even that, like Schumacher, it was this weird neon world, but it still wasn't yeah. nearly as bad as Batman and Robin. Well, I mean, Burton created that world though, so not but. the one that Schumacher did though. Burton had it was all gothic and dark. It was and, gothic and dark and yeah. I mean it was dirty. It was very cartoonish, but I mean it's Burton style. Like it is Edward Scissorhands, you know, with superheroes. I I get that. Schumacher. Yeah, I don't know what he did. It was weird, just all this neon stuff. And at the time I dug it because I was a kid. Right. Matter of fact, I remember I was in a in a cast 
when the movie came out and um, I had the little toy uh, Batmobile, which was different from the other ones. And I was like, what is what is this nonsense? <laughs> Why is it glowing blue? That makes no sense. How right. do you sneak up on somebody? Yeah, it was wild. Um, yeah, George Cl- uh, Val Kilmer had 2% of the vote. Which, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah, Clooney um, just got a bunch of votes because he's Clooney. But that maybe, movie like was they, horrible. Yeah. Let's kick Can some even ice. even buy it anymore? Like... Then they try to like they should try to like delete it from the 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 um the internet. You know what's gonna happen though? It's gonna be part of that DC streaming service, and people are gonna spend good money. Like it would Ugh. anger me to be scrolling through it and see that. I feel like if you watch that movie, they should give you a month free. Facts. <laughs> All right. And the last question that I saw that was uh that I thought was interesting. It's uh which superhero trilogy do you prefer? And it's Iron Man. Uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman, the original X-Men trilogy, Captain America, Thor, or the Spider-Man trilogy with uh, Tobey Maguire. What do you think was number one? I think Batman was number one, but the actual correct answer is Captain America. Yep. And at first I thought that was, um, at first I was like, what? I'm like, nah, come on. But then I thought about it, like the Dark Knight is one of the best superhero movies ever made. Correction. It is but, the, the best. Is it? I mean, it probably is. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything better, to be honest with you, but definitely top know. five. I don't know. Infinity War might be up there. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I think I think Dark Knight's better than Infinity War, though. I think so, too. I think Maybe so, too. But it, you, could, you could certainly have a healthy debate about it. Yeah. Um, oh, Power Rabbit. But yeah, so Captain America had 28%. Batman was 20, so it wasn't that far. But I thought, but when you think about Captain America, like a lot of people didn't like the first one or thought it was kind of slow. But, uh, um, it's an origin story. Uh, two and three, um, The Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah. Those are, those two movies are two of the best superhero movies, too. I agree. So, I agree. I think be- because of those two, I think that's what beat the Bat- the Nolan trilogy because Batman Begins was really good. Um, the third Batman movie, I can't even think of the name right now. Dark Knight um, Returns. Was it Returns or Rises? Rises, I'm sorry. Rises. Dark Knight yeah. Returns was the graphic novel. The graphic novel, yeah. Um, that one, I think it kind of let people down. I rewatched it recently, and I, I liked it better than when it first came out. But overall, I, I totally agree with the results. Yeah. So yeah, Captain America. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying I agree with him also. Um, Captain America was 28%, Batman 20%, Thor was 18%, which surprised me, but I think that's because of uh, Ragnarok. Like, a lot of people really, really, really like Ragnarok, and that boosted Thor's, uh, Thor in this poll. Yeah, um, dude, Iron Man, dude in my job was talking about it, just randomly talking to me about Ragnarok, and how much he liked it, it. It's a fun, good movie, though. It was. Then you have, uh, Iron Man 15%, Spider-Man 11%. And the original X-Men trilogy, 8%, because first, The Last Stand is probably, probably got negative votes. It needed it to. to. Yeah. The Last it. Stand might, well, it's definitely the worst of the X-Men movie. I was about to say, it might be one of the worst, like, superhero films of the modern era. Oh, yeah. It's up there with, like, The Shadow. and. Uh, but that's why I say even of the modern era. I don't even count, like, The Shadow or, like, the early, you know, Punisher and... Forgot about the Punisher. Wait, the one from the eighties or the? I'm one talking about the one the, from the eighties. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I don't count any of those just because they weren't they weren't taking those movies seriously. Gotcha. They were trying to make us 
take the last stand seriously. And it was bad. It was. Oh, classmates. Here's some more fun, fun news for you guys. I think I mentioned it before, but I'm going to say it again just to so everybody can be as, as bitter as I am about it. <laughs> the writer from the X-Men The Last Stand movie is the director of X-Men Dark Phoenix. Yep. That's going to be fun. It's not because that movie's probably, if it happens, it's going to be garbage. I have a feeling it's going to be bad. I am cautiously optimistic that it's going to be visually stunning and probably full of fluff. That's that's my guess. Probably. I mean, and, I, and we talked about this a little bit over the weekend. You know, that guy who, who supposedly insider who said Dark Phoenix is the worst X-Men movie ever. Yeah. That's strong words. That's, um, that, I think that's a hot take factory, though. Like he's saying it to generate for, generate some views. Maybe, but those are strong words, though. I would um, say so. You know, it's just, yeah, it was just some site that quoted a reliable source, and he was talking about what's going on with both movies and things like that. But yeah, I don't. I'll see what happens when it comes out. Because other than that, I'll, I'm not holding my breath. I mean, at the end of the day, like it's gonna make it's gonna make some money opening weekend because people are gonna be curious and they're gonna want to see it. Unless the trailers come out and they just completely fall flat, but. Right. I think there are enough it, people who want to see it. Right. If it comes back, if it comes out at all, I think it will. I think it has been confirmed. Like I haven't nah. heard a rep from Disney, but IMAX has confirmed nah. it. That's because so IMAX, if they confirmed it, it's only because that as of this the date of their financials or whatever, then they believed it to come out then, and it will impact their revenue, you know, for next year. Or they're looking, you know, they're built into their expectations for next year based on Got what it. they know. But if it changes, you know, that's I don't I don't I don't think that's a, a strong confirmation that it's going to come out or that it's going to come out. Then. And maybe. But I think well, that what they're doing is just building expectations for their financials. The strong confirmation for me is how expensive those movies are and how much money at this point Disney is going to lose by not putting it out. Yeah, but that just means they pay less in taxes. Hmm. So is that how that works? It's a loss. Yeah, it's a loss. I got to give me a couple billion. <laughs> it's it that's just a loss and you know it's going to impact any other earnings and and lower so if they do pay tax they'll uh they won't pay as much so i don't um i don't know we'll see as more stuff comes out but i don't have a good feeling about either of those two movies we'll see yeah so anyway all right wrapping up jb do you have any uh do we have any homework for for the classmates this week I do. Um, really? So if you are not currently, you need to be reading X-Men Red. If you are a fan of Jean Grey in particular or the X-Men in general, that is a book that you should be reading. Jean Grey is back and she's doing some stuff. Um, she's got her own team <laughs> that she's put together. Uh, she's got a pretty, pretty powerful squad with her, too. She's got uh, a couple new characters that you may or may not be familiar with. Um, this is how dope. The team is though their mode of transportation is a sentinel hmm. you need to read that. that was uh that that's oh man who was a character who did that they had a sentinel as their toy or their uh oh man i can't think of who that was anyway it's not important cool so yeah check that out um and then any honorable mentions this week uh teen okay, titans go movie is coming out if anybody cares yeah i've heard 
most some people excited about it. I don't know. To me, it's one of those things that you kind of just put on in the background. Right. I mean, um, I saw the trailer for it. Uh, I think when I went to see Ant-Man, I believe. I get it now. Like, when Teen Titans Go first came out, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why, you know, why is this even a thing? And then I was uh, I was babysitting, and the kids I was babysitting, were they wanted to watch Teen Titans Go, so they put it on. I'm sitting there with them. You know, I'm kind of monitoring the content to make sure nothing crazy slips, you know, slips in there. And I was like, okay, I get it. This is supposed to be a satire. So from with that understanding, I kind of get the appeal of the show. Yeah, it's still not necessarily for me, but there is some humor in it for sure that they're kind of poking fun at themselves and uh, how serious and brooding the Teen Titans have been, Robin in particular. Mm hmm. So I could see that. Again, it's not really my cup of tea, but I wouldn't say that it looks like it's going to be a bad movie. I think it's going to accomplish what it sets out to. Gotcha. They could have just done that with the movie on, what you call it, Cartoon Network, but whatever. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. Nah, it's, hopefully it does well. I don't. I hope it WB, does do well, DC. though, because that, exactly, I was just about <laughs> to say that. It means that then DC will perhaps start doing more theatrical releases for their um, animated movies. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to get a theatrical release, it might get a bigger budget. Right. And more attention to the storyline. Yep. But then again, they're not doing that with the uh, the real movies or their live action ones. So Ain't the truth. we'll see. Well, they are. Look um, at Shazam and Aquaman. Yeah, it's a new day. It's a new day. Things are, gonna, things are on the upswing. We shall see. Um, one thing I wanted to t- t- um, suggest for you guys to check out, just because it's it's a little bit funny, whether you're, um, you know, use Apple or use iOS. Not Apple; those that's the same thing. If you use Android or I- iOS, you know, Samsung has some new commercials out called Ingenious, where they're kind of making fun of um, making fun of uh, Apple and some of its features or the features that it doesn't have or something like that. So I thought it was kind of funny. Some people are, think it's uh, pretty decisive or it's uh, perpetuating a stereotype. I just looked at it as being entertainment. What stereotype? Um, I guess that the common, you know, Apple person is just, you know, you know how they call them sheeple and stuff and uh, that they don't really think for themselves. They just go out and buy the new phone and um, they ignore features that. Oh, God. But you have people, too. They're like, oh, you know, Apple's getting this. Oh, Android's had it for years. It's like. That's that's not a bad thing, you know. It's it's innovation, right? So you see something that's good, and you want to incorporate it. You know, why wouldn't you? So, God, people are st- see. This is what I'm talking about. Dumb people. <laughs> this is what I don't. So, but I mean, I enjoy the commercial. So hopefully, nobody gets offended watching it or anything like that. I thought they were pretty funny. And I'm not a Samsung person, so my personal phone's a Google Pixel. So I hope you do get offended watching that commercial. If you do. Raise your hand if you're offended by, by those type of commercials. All right, so classmates, if you got your hand up, I want you to take that hand that you got raised and slap yourself with it. Because why are you offended <laughs> by this commercial? Get over it. And that's usually not my point of view. But in this case, I don't, I don't really see where there's something to be offended about other than being offended this for is, the sake of being offended. And this, this may be too old for some people. Um, but do you remember those old PC versus Mac com- commercials? That, exactly. People, some those offended some people. I didn't know it, but those those commercials offended people Dear because, Lord. Cause, yeah, um, I get it. Because you're uncool with the PC and 
old yeah, and, and it's like glad. Oh God! Like you're too. You're like you're dumb and you don't know better. So I I get that some people feel like Samsung is trying to do this with people with um and advertising their new phone. What I don't even know what it is because their phones are the same right. um, each year. It just has a right. different number. But Apple too, they haven't really done anything new in a while either. So I mean, you could say the iPhone 10, but really the 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 um, software is the same. So ridiculous. Yeah, so pick your phone up, call yeah. your mama, text your text your significant other. Yeah, get it us on IG. Yeah, and, and I'll post the, the link to you to those to that video. But yeah, listen to JB, read and review us, subscribe. Yes, do that. Please do that. So that's it. We'll see you again next week. Peace. Cut the check.